Hello, everybody. I hope you all had a wonderful New Year and a wonderful whatever other holiday, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Festivus, etc. that you guys celebrate. Today, we're going to have Richard's downtime actions with his mother, which I'm sure will be adorable. And then next week, he get back to doing some proper shadow running as they get started on the next run. Thank you guys for listening, and see you next week. So, Richard, it is the day after the barbecue, and you are rudely awakened by the sound of your mom running the old vacuum cleaner. She has ignored the one that you got that was the nice, quiet, automated drone that cleans the house for you. And she has, for some reason, broken out the old giant push vacuum and is currently vacuuming the living room. Okay, I guess I'm hungover in my room. Just, you know, trying to trying to power through this. Is Richard the kind of person that gets hungover? Did you drink enough to get super wasted? I wouldn't put him full-blown alcoholic, but yeah, thinking back on it, I, I think it's legit. RC may have a few. So that is what you are awakened to. Mom! Mom, please cut that off. It's like... Like, I'm, I'm just this watch. What time is it? Like, <laughs> 10 a.m.? Probably-ish. Mom has been retired for many years now. But when her boy starts sleeping in real late and was out late the night before, you know, maybe she asks some questions in her own special way. Darcy stumbled home, just slammed in bed. Got enough clothes off, face first in the pillow. Maybe got some sheets on for him. That's as best as can be expected. You definitely got some sheets on, because at worst, Mama is still Mama, and she's going to come in and check on her boy, her flesh and blood, as it were, and put a sheet or blanket over you. Oh, she loves me. Mom, I feel like you're, you're past progressive vacuuming right now. Like, just, just chill out. She doesn't stop. She just kind of keeps going. She has probably done this before and will keep it up until you are actually up and out of the bed. Passive aggressive. It's not necessary. I have a bot. You just hit the button. It's just one button. Arcee's going to stumble out of bed, find some pants, the cleanest pair of jeans that are accessible, and stumble toward the sound of the vacuuming. I want to find the cord. Sure. You'll find that she is in one of the other rooms and has the cord around the thing and you can unplug it. When you do so, you'll hear a bit of a, like, a... Huh? Richard, is that you? What? Oh, oh, can you hear me now? I guess you couldn't hear me over the sound of the vacuum made from 1950. Well, yes, Richard, it's very loud. Yes, that's why I have the Boomba. They will guess you're over the corner toward the dust-gathered, sleek black robot. You will see that there is a glass of ice water sitting in the other room on one of the little tables next to where this vacuum was plugged in. She's going to start pulling on the cord until she gets to the end with the plug and start coming around to the back of the vacuum to wrap it up or whatever. Well, now that you're awake, I suppose you can finish when you had your breakfast. That sounds delightful, Mama. 
Did you cook anything? I did. It's in the oven. Hmm. We'll smile on RC's face and we walk over to the oven. What do we smell? We're doing a smell test here. What is Richard's favorite breakfast that when he goes into the kitchen, he finds in the oven that is dropped to room temperature because the oven was never turned on? Oh, cinnamon rolls. So walking into the kitchen, you will smell the wondrous smell of freshly baked cinnamon rolls. Smells pretty good, Mama. Walk over, open the oven up. What do we see? There's a pan of cinnamon rolls with with one serving missing. That's fine. Mama had a cinnamon roll. She made she them. Did. Awesome. So yeah, we're we're gonna get some little uh, oven mitts, pull it out, slap some icing on them, get a glass of milk, and go turn on some TV. When you come back out from the kitchen, Mama is sitting in her chair. The vacuum is put over in the corner. And she's just watching her programs as you come back in to sit down with your little plate and your milk. That's fine. I don't feel the need to change the channel. I'll sit with Mama. You'll get settled. You'll go to start eating your cinnamon buns. And then she will ask, how was your party, Richard? Well, we had a very nice time, Mama. It was a barbecue. We were out, and everybody was just having a good time. I mean, it was a good night, you know? That's good, Richard. And then as you go to take a bite again, how did they like my pie, Richard? Oh, they love your pie, Mama. I mean, I mean, look at these cinnamon rolls. I'm eating these. Everyone loved the pie. That's good, Richard. I'm... I'm glad you still think of your mama when you go to these things. I was right. They were proud to have it, too. Not everybody gets to have one of mama's pies. Damn straight, Richard. She'll wait for you to actually take a bite this time because you placated her need for gratification. We're not screwing up Operation Cinnamon Roll right now. (laughs) (laughs) She'll make a little small talk about the party for a little while. Do you play it off, or do you tell her about the giant troll, the pig? What do you tell her about the party itself? I'm not volunteering a damn thing. It was nice. We had a good time. It was a very nice little party, and we all, you know, sat around, played gin rummy, and went home. That's (laughs) that's the first of events, unless she wants to dig. (laughs) You'll mention the gin rummy. She'll be like, are you sure it just wasn't the gin, Richard? <laughs> Mama, I'm a full-grown... I've been an adult for 30-something years. We had a little bit of drink. Now, gin's not necessarily my go-to, but I'm sure it was there. And I do not believe I'm the only one in this family who drinks. She just kind of resettles in her chair like, I'm not supposed to call me out on it. That's bullshit. You're the one that's hungover. I'm supposed to give you a hard time. Did you tell her this was a work thing, or did you just friends having a party? Uh, Just some friends having a party. A little while of watching TV will go by as you finish your milk and your cinnamon rolls. 
Is Richard a big breakfast person? Is he going back for more cinnamon rolls? Hell yes. So as you finally finish up, she'll turn down the volume on the TV and look at you. Richard, were there any ladies of good breeding there? Oh my god, mama. There were women there. I'll tell you what, that, that will come in due time, as I'm sure you've told me before. I guess kind of prying into the potential of your love life, or lack thereof, as the case may be. There was no one there that I felt any particular connection with. I will let you know, Mama. You'll be the first to know. Well, all right, Richard. I better be the second to know after the the nice young lady. Of course. That's what I meant. She's going to leave you alone for a little while as you get back into whatever you're going to get into, which I imagine is going to be your bed for a few hours. Sounds good. So what is your your plan of action? How would you like to go about getting these things? I would probably call a Scrapper first because I actually trust him. Okay. So I will textify old Scrapper. Hey, man, what's up? I don't think anything is super up with him at the moment. So... He'll just text you back that he is cleaning up after the barbecue still a little bit, putting some of the equipment away. Trying to get a hold of uh, a device, thinking maybe we could talk about it. Not the kind of thing you find in a stuffer shack if you get my drift. He'll send you a text back asking if you want to come by or if you're comfortable on burners or something like that. I live out in the sticks, man. I'll go buy a burner. A quick trip down to the stuffer shack will get you a burner, and you can continue your text conversation. I'm trying to get this thing called a faceless device. Parentheses. This is RC, by the way. Smiley face, close parenthesis. <laughs> it's this thing that makes my face not show up, you know. I would hate to get facial reassignment surgery for this mug. He'll respond back with a message. It's like, those things are very illegal and kind of hard to get. Where did you find out about this? It's not important where I found out about it. A part of my vast network of clandestine informants. The Matrix. Yes. Let me roll some dice for Scupper. So he'll respond back with, I might know a guy who's into hard-to-get electronics. It's not exactly the kind of person that likes to meet new people, so for the moment I will be happy to work as a go-between in this situation, and if things work out, maybe I can introduce you guys later. Well, that sounds good. If a man doesn't like new faces, maybe he can make mine blurry. Scrapper will hit you back a little while later that he will have his guy working on it and when he gets one he will let you know sounds good to me 
so chances are you can just go ahead and add it to your sheet. Cool, cool, cool. What does this object look like? Oh. You tell me. You can look like whatever you want. Uh, let's say two, you know, like a deck of cards or something? Uh, I think it's supposed to be, like, worn. I'm imagining kind of like a lapel pin or... It could be your big-ass cowboy belt buckle if you want. Oh, God, yes. Please let this happen. <laughs> I want to be a a CAS belt buckle, and I just, like, click it, <laughs> and my face goes blurry. That That could totally be a thing. That even works, because you already have the giant-ass belt buckle. You could just get him to, like, mount it on the back of it or something with a little button that you can hit. Yes. Wonderful and terrible all at the same time. Spam mode. <laughs> Who did you want to go to for the augmentation you were after? Sure. Uh, well, we, we know our good friend, the Chop Shop Doctor. He seems to have done a bang-up job on our friend Chuck. Okay, so you just want to go back to him and talk to him about it? Yes, I do. Okay. Because now he needs a name. I probably would call. You're going to get the voice of the young woman that was here last time. And she'll say, Saboteur's Street Surgery. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I was interested in getting uh, some device put in, something for work, kind of helping with drone management. Uh, who did I talk to about that? You talk to me, sir. Hold on. And then she'll put you on hold for a little bit. And then she'll come back. Okay, sir. What kind of augmentation was it? It's... Uh... It's like a, it's, I don't know the exact name of it. It's like this device and like it, it allows you, it would allow me to be jumped into my drones, but then also maintain consciousness. You have anything like that? I, I can't remember the exact name. Hold on, sir. She puts you back on hold for a couple of minutes. Good Lord, this customer service sounds like they need about three more cups of coffee. <laughs> She'll come back on the phone, she say. Yeah, it seems as though there was a, a new thing that has come out recently that has can do that kind of thing for virtual reality users. Got a little video here of somebody walking around. Sure, that's, that sounds pretty good. How do I set that up? Let me check for some appointments. And she'll put you back on hold. Because she's the worst. She'll come back on a couple of minutes later. Well, sir, I have some good news. It appears that there was one of these systems ordered for a patient that doesn't seem to be able to make the payments necessary to get the installation well, that's too bad. Where can we slap her in? Oh, uh... And then she'll tell you about six days from now. 
Well, all right. All right. Tim, what time and place? And then she'll set you up an appointment. You can then add Dr. Salvador Pepper to your sheet. So a couple of days later, before you go down for the surgery, Mom is going to come to you while doing, I don't know, what is it that you do to just pass your time each out in the workshop? But yeah, I'll be at the workshop working on some drones, putting some stuff back together, working on the house a little bit. Yeah. So she'll probably catch you with a big old glass of sweet tea after you're done doing something around the house. Good afternoon, Richard. Hey, thanks, Mama. I could use that. You sure are handy, Richard. You know that. Well, uh, that's what they pay me for, but yeah. She'll make a little bit of small talk talking about the things that you're working on. Getting the house and stuff fixed up. Well, what's on your mind? I can tell you that something's going on. Well, a friend of mine, Abigail, she invited me out to dinner tomorrow night and said that you should come too. Uh, Okay. Who's this now? This is probably somebody you know is one of Mama's friends. She is, of course, human. She is the same age as Mama. How much do you get to know stuff about Mama's friends and her, like, bridge crew and stuff? R.C. probably knows their names and maybe has waved at them a few times, but that's that's about when R.C. is time to head out to the old local bar. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can make that, Mama. She kind of puts on the old Mama arm twisting a little bit starting saying how you guys never go out anymore, that you moved out here, that kind of thing. What am I going to talk about with you and Abigail? I mean, y'all know what to talk about. I'm just going to be there third wheel. Richard, I've never known you to turn down a free meal. Well, ha ha, but even so, I just don't want to sit there and just sit in silence while y'all talk about whatever it is y'all, various shows or whatever. The, the finer points of canasta strategy. Well, I'll have you know that her daughter is going to be coming as well. Okay. I see what we're doing. I see what's happening. Can you think of a... I mean, who is this person? Her name is Rhonda. Do you have a picture of Rhonda? She probably have a picture of some kind. I imagine that she has like our era smartphones. So yeah, she will have to go out to the other room to find her phone to find a picture. Okay, and what the picture looks like? Well, let me ask you this. How much do you think Mama knows Richard's type? Hell, I don't know RC's type. <laughs> Probably somebody who would put it with all of his bullshit and call him out on it. 
So you think that she would have a good idea of the type of person? I think Mama would find the nearest person within RC's age who is a human and not currently dating anyone and then pick that person. Okay. The old, you're single, they're single, bam, you have so much in common. (laughs) So with two hits on your, how much is this person your type from a picture? Because this is this is your love life potential here we're talking about. How do you feel on two hits out of five? Does she look like she has a great personality? She is about as physically attractive as Richard is. How's that? Okay, so she's a 50-year-old schlubby person. Excellent. She's older, so she's not obviously like, oh my god, supermodel material. She's not an elf or another meta type, so that's a that's a good start. Yeah, I think, Mama, I appreciate the concern, but I'll tell you what. I, I understand your concern. I've been very focused on work, but I, I, I don't need this. I can go out and I can find somebody, okay? Just tell Abigail, have a good day. Mama will look a little hurt. And then she'll be like, Richard, I'm just trying to help. I, I know, Ma. Thank you, Mama. I know. I know. And I really appreciate it. But but you have helped because now I understand that I probably need to find somebody. I need to find somebody. I need to get out there. I'm not going to be around forever, Richard. And I need to make sure somebody can take care of you. I know, Mama. And I'll go for a hug. I'll hug Mama. Oh, she will hug the shit out of you. Oh. So, given the tone of Mary Sue's downtime episode, I didn't want to put the outtakes in at the end, because I kind of just wanted to leave off in that whole sadness, despair stuff. So I saved them, and I'm putting them at the end of this episode. So, here we go. Alright, so this is October 25th, the morning after the barbecue for Mary Sue. Oh, the morning after? Yeah, that's where we're going to start because... That's not a good starting spot. (laughs) Why is that not a good starting spot? I believe Mary Sue had a lot of booze and finished it with Hurl. Yeah, she sure did. (laughs) (laughs) And took four stun for her trouble, so... Yeah, why do you think... Oh, this is a bad morning. Why wouldn't I have... Take it there. Why wouldn't I have taken this opportunity to just rub salt? In? <laughs> of course, you have to, right? There's probably a lot of fluttering and a lot of knocking over of things. Man, are you sure she's not a pet? If like she's not, 
Okay, because like, <laughs> I if you, roommate, you know, no. Okay, don't worry, I'll take all that if out. If she was it. a pet, there would have been a bowl of food, huh? There's not. She has to find food, therefore it's not a pet. So she's foraging. No, she's a roommate looking for food because her other roommate is sleeping from being drunk the night before and probably was very noisy coming in. Probably. <laughs> and sick. I... So probably around three. It'll probably take her a while to get up and decide what to do, start moving. <laughs> it's like, all right, body, I'm up. You've had your coffee. <laughs> let's have a truce. Let's, 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 let's do some stuff. What kind of, uh, what kind of animal bone are they? Well, they're not chicken. Right. They would have to be some kind of bovine. Okay. These so are big animals. That's fine. Some kind, just so, cause he's gonna be able to recognize it cause he's weird mm-hmm. about food stuff like that and animal okay. stuff. Did we, we didn't talk on the barbecue episode about anybody else not liking her, right? I don't think we did. I don't, I don't think, think we did, no. I don't think any of the crew Morgana relationship stuff came up. No, I think I think at the time we recorded, Mary Sue wanted to ask about it, but she didn't get a chance to, and it wouldn't have mattered anyway because she wouldn't have remembered. Because now, man, it's almost be better if she did ask, and then like <laughs> she just asked again later, like, "Oh, I was really drunk." <laughs> you let me try hurl. It's your fault. They weren't going to stop you. I know. <laughs> and you will see pointed teeth and. Cataract eyes, as you may add the carrier negative quality to your sheet. Oh no! Time out. What is he? What just happened? Oh my god! Valentine is a ghoul. Why am I adding it to my sheet? Because. Oh god! (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's go on. Would you like me to send you the the details on Carrier? Not right now. Okay. Um, because I don't think she's realized that it's her as well right now. Okay. I think right now she still thinks it's it's just him. Do you want to continue? Is there more? Uh, <laughs> Can you beat me down more? There doesn't need to be. <laughs> no, we can continue if he opens the door. She's got one more thing she'll do. Okay. A thimble. Uh, thimbles usually have holes in them. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They no, sure no. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they. Between the two of us, I'm gonna go with me. That's sexist. <laughs> Pose the question in the server. Everyone will tell you no. They don't have holes in them. I'm not googling it right now. <laughs> I just want to be proven right. All right, you win this round. It just looks like it has. <laughs> holes in it. <laughs> and that's probably a good spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd I do? That was rough. That <laughs> was rough. Okay, what am I adding now? Carrier. Okay. It's the worst advancement ever. Okay. <laughs> Gain negative quality, no karma. What does carrier mean? I'm going to read it real soon. It means what it sounds like it means. Which strain? Whichever. Two or three? Oh, I don't remember what ghouls are. I think ghouls are three. This is post-barbecue Richard's 
downtime action that he is super lucky it is later at night so I can't run my actual vacuum to create the sound effects that I'm going to put in later. Are you still wearing like the same clothes and stuff that you were wearing the night before? No, we're in tidy waddies 100%. Oh, God. Yes, visualize it. Put it in your brain. Picture it. Everyone listening to the podcast. I'm going to have to edit that out just to save them. I apologize to those of you that are currently listening to the raw version. Tidy. Whitey. Just the whole time. (laughs) Yep, I'm going to put that in as an underlying thing because I have a vacuum and I can do Foley work. (laughs) We'll guess you're over the corner toward the dust-gathered, sleek black robot. It's probably still like... Is Richard the kind of person that pulls those little plastic coverings that keep things from being scratched off, or does he leave those on there? Oddly enough, no. He's he's got the fortitude to leave them on. Man. All right. Well, it totally. I'm not gonna irritate you through the podcast. <laughs> I I don't know, man. It's just there's something satisfying about that little like perfection that it leaves behind for like. I want you to minutes. visualize it that it's been on there for two years, and so it's it's like frayed and bubbled and like cracked, and you really need to take it off. But I'm not gonna take it. It's it's staying on there. Visualize it. Monster. So far, I've, I've mentally assaulted you twice. <laughs> man. Oh, cinnamon rolls. Something about the idea of fresh cinnamon rolls on a day that you're hungover sounds pretty good. Hell yes. You have to insulate. The more fat it insulates the heart to protect it. Makes sense. It it slows the blood flow so that none of the harmful things can get to the heart as quickly. Exactly. That's science. That is is 100% science from the Logic 8 character. Well, a logic eight character is very good at logic his way into the damn cinnamon rolls. <laughs> so, <laughs> I tell you what, I, 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 that, that will come in due time, as I'm sure you've told me before. What did you mean by that you have told – that she has told you before? I'm, I'm kind of guessing, frankly. I'm assuming that she would have said something like that to her single son. Yeah, that's kind of what she's she's aiming at a little bit, trying to find out if there were any nice ladies there that you could meet and that kind of thing. I know you mentioned you had some stuff you wanted to do that we are free to cover. Question about that is, what is the recovery – that, that cyberware thing you mentioned that will allow me to not go unconscious while I'm rigged into shit? Yeah. Uh, is it visible, and how much recovery time is there in that in that process? It's not like an external – it's not like a cyber armor. You have this giant chrome thing there. It would be like internal nervous system stuff, so it's not like okay. – So mama may not know is what I'm trying <laughs> – Unless you start walking around like a zombie. Okay, just don't activate it. So fair enough. And, how, and, and like how, how up would I be? Would I, would I need like two weeks of not doing shit? Or is it like, you know, plug and play? Augmentation in Shadowrun deals three times the the essence cost and damage to you rounded up. So anything that deals less than one, that is less than one point of essence deals three boxes of physical and three boxes of stun to you. So. Okay. Up and up and around in like two days tops for most things, which is crazy that you can go in there. They can hack off an arm and you're like good to go next day. Sure. So did you want to get into that stuff? Sure. Let's rock. Cool. Yeah. The first thing I want to do is before I have to go up under is is find that little device. Uh, I don't know how legal, especially legal it is. It obscures uh, a face. I think you said. Yeah. Which I will probably not worry about until we find out how much of a deal it is. Like, let's take the, the last job you guys did as an example. 
I wouldn't have you rolling the faceless thing over and over again. I would probably just roll it, okay, what was the highest thing that you got definitely spotted by that you need to worry about, and then roll it there rather than roll it for, say, just being in the general area and just being at the coffee shop and being at the burger joint and being at the the other stuff. I would probably just roll versus the... Rating 5 will get me 10. That's usually going to get me 3 hits, which is solid. With a decent chance to get you 4. Yeah, and I have a little bit of air to, to get me up there. And, and I would hate to get facial reassignment surgery for this mug. I'm trying to think if your your time at the barbecue has loosened him up a little bit. Because Rob wants to say it would do us all a favor if you did, but I don't think Strat- maybe. I don't. You you you're you're the NPC man, Mr. GM. Yeah, I was anticipating giving you guys like two, maybe three weeks of downtime. So chances are you can just go ahead and add it to your sheet. I'm not going to roll out a two-day repeating availability test for this because that's just annoying. And you have it's not a thing you need today. You know you have plenty of time to get it. So cool, cool, cool. <laughs> okay, so you just want to go back to him and talk to him about it? Yes, I do. Okay, because now he needs a name because you just had to go back to him. About about William Pepper. Is that a reference to something? No. Dr. Pepper. Oh, see, when I asked if it was a reference to something, you told me no, and now it's now it's suddenly a thing. <laughs> I'm so close. Man, what if he was an ex army, so you could be like but like his wife left him while he was in the army, so now he could be Sergeant Lonely Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> He has just become, his last name is definitely Pepper. Is there anything that as a first name shortens to something like Saul? Saul? Saul, Salvador? (laughs) Salvador. (laughs) Saul Pepper. (laughs) Sal, Dr. Sal Pepper. (laughs) Uh, we've, we've gone down this rabbit hole. It must be. His middle name will totally start with a T, but. Uh, yeah, you won't, you're not on good enough terms yet to find that out about him. So, oh, one moment, the Susie. Oh my God, she's got a big fluffy unicorn. Some kid threw it on the floor, even though it's so sparkly and fluffy. Yes. That's bullshit. Oh my God, and his legs are floppy. Oh my God. So yeah, it's one of the people that. Your mom does old lady things with. The girlfriend suggests Canasta. Canasta, Mahjong. Susie suggests Mahjong as well. It because this is this is your love life potential here we're talking about. How do you feel on two hits out of five? As to how <laughs> she's so she a four out of ten? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> I am not judging. This is entirely your mother, your fictional mother, trying to set fictional you up on a fictional blind date. Does she look like she has a great personality? <laughs> it feels so fucking terrible to put out as a public. It's like, is she an ago? <laughs> <laughs> Did she fall out of the ugly tree and bounce off the branches coming down? Part of me was really hoping you would go on this blind date. I wouldn't feel it. I'm sorry. 
as always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to, to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else, so...